0: Listening to Brave Girls Club Campfire Tales. I'm Lindsay. I'm Kelly. And I'm Krista. And, and this is a mini podcast. podcast. Mini podcast. This is a mini podcast. We don't where have a we thing read for... the no, stories that you send in to us. And we love
1: every single one that we get. If they've you... all been really good yeah. so far, actually, they all. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: If you have any stories that you want to send in to us, uh, our email is bravegirlspodcast.gmail.com. at gmail.com. And uh, uh, we love every single story that we've heard so far. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you guys. It's awesome. We appreciate the love. The love. <laughs> the love. The love. <laughs> the love.
1: All right. All right. With that, let's get started. All right. Should I read the first one? Yeah. Okay. So this one is from April. April. Thank you. Baby. April. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. April is just has like a spooky life, I yes.
0: guess. <laughs> oh, she posted this thing on Instagram this morning and it's like she has like this little son, I think he's two or three. And it's like this cute little picture of him hiding in a cupboard and then it's like the picture after is like she opens the cupboard and he's in there, but the first picture of him hiding in the cupboard, it's just like this low cupboard in their kitchen and there's just like this little hand poking out. And it's uh-huh. really, like, if you didn't know that she had a kid, that uh-huh. would be horrifying. That is terrifying, even <laughs> like, though I know that if it's just If you put like mm-hmm. the right black and white filter on that, mm-hmm. make the nails look a little
1: dirty, Ugh. that's a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. Okay, thank you, April. <laughs> Yes, thank you. So um, this is the story that she sent in to us. She says, sorry it took so long. So my friend G grew up in New Jersey, and his mother had horses she would board at a nearby barn. A few other people boarded horses there, too, but it wasn't a bustling place. G's parents knew the owners, and that's how they found this place. When G and his sister were little, they would go with his mom when she was going to ride, and they'd just wander around the barn and grounds. She said this place was super old, like 1700s kind of old. While exploring the haylofts in the barn, G stumbled upon a homeless person and for a good length of time would talk to this person whenever he visited the barn. They'd have long conversations. G said he probably saw this man 30 to 40 times, but curiously, only when he was alone.
2: Mm. Fast
1: forward to years later, G, for no reason in particular, brought this man up to his mother. She informed G that no such man, homeless or otherwise, lived in the hayloft of that barn. Mm, this caused G to stop and really think about the hours he had spent with this man and started to realize that a lot of it didn't make sense. He and his mother are now convinced that G had been talking to either a ghost or a demon. What? I want to know what didn't make sense about it. Like, if Yeah, you, what? Yeah. Can you elaborate? Us. Yeah. Because I can only imagine, like, like what was off about it. Yeah, we need more. He, yeah, please, please ask him more.
0: Who can this guy just come on the podcast? Yeah, is we'd love G? to have him. <laughs> I'm not sure where they live. Not in California, though. I don't oh, think. Oh
1: man. Yeah, but it seems that like is uh, wild. In New Jersey, it was it in New is. Jersey. I'm gonna fly out to be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah.
0: It'll be worth it. Yeah, you get to sit on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let you sit on my nice pillow. Ooh, yeah. She has a donut pillow. I mm-hmm. do. That one's comfy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has cute dogs. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. I brought Oreos. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I want to try. I want to eat
1: those. All right. <laughs> Should we move on to the next story? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for that story. April. Yeah. Thank you, April. Woo! We always love your stories. This one's from Victor, our other fan. Yay. <laughs> we have two fans, and they both write in weekly, and we super appreciate it. Yeah, we, we love you guys. What we don't know what we'd do without you guys. <laughs> we do this when literally for you. When you run for out
0: you. of real stories, just, like, start making them up and yeah. keep sending them, because we need you. Just don't tell us. We won't know the difference.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from the same email, just be like, hi, I'm a new listener. <laughs>
0: just make us feel. April, that's, Look, your,
1: that's your email. I know your I'm, email. Yeah. I'm...
0: Victor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one's from Vic. Hola, muchachas valientes. Oh, oh spicy girl. I, I know Vic. He's white and he lives in North Carolina. Oh, that makes him more special. <laughs> but we appreciate it. Uh, the story I currently, the house I currently live in at one time belonged to my great grandmother. She outlived two husbands and every single one of her children. The last surviving son of my great-grandmother was named Tom. He was a sad, lonely man who succumbed to the love of drink. Mm. I remember that he smoked a pipe, wore a corduroy fedora, and always had a faraway look in his eyes. His death happened when I was too young to understand, but the room he lived in is the one I now sleep in every night. Mm. I'm convinced that he still haunts this home, and... It's almost impossible to keep a door closed unless you lock it. On multiple occasions, I've turned over in my bed to see a dark figure standing in front of the closed door. I've only ever seen him in front of the door, and I wonder if that's significant for some reason. He's also fond of sitting on the edge of my bed. I initially thought it was just my imagination or that it was the usual house-settling thing. But a few years ago, I bought one of those fancy, adjustable, inflated mattresses secondhand. Since then, he sat on the edge, and I've felt myself rise up on the other side of the mattress. I think the next time I see him, I'll ask him how he's doing and tell him you all said hello.
1: (gasps) I would love that.
0: (laughs) Please do. Stay brave, Victor
1: oh
0: thank you victor wow that must be a really old house yeah yeah it's probably not settling it should have settled by now (laughs) yeah um (laughs) just saying Uh. yeah that must be a really old house i i'm not 100 percent sure i know he does farm work but i don't know if he lives on a farm so victor if you live in like a really old haunted farmhouse send us some pictures yeah yeah i want to see what it looks like i want to see what i'm imagining try and take a picture of tom oh yeah maybe a few selfie leave a little beer out oh yeah yeah. that always works for me (laughs) i'll appear (laughs) that was awesome thank you so much wow that's spooky why do spooky things always stand in doorways I don't know. That's earthquake. There's yeah, safety first. (laughs) I don't Uh, know. We have one more campfire tale, and it is from Jonah. Jonah. Our friend Jonah has been telling us that he has a good one to send in for a while, and he sent this in while he was coming down from mushrooms, and it's like really conversational because he's like in a group of people. And I think they're it's a like recording. Camping. Yeah, it's, sorry. It's a recording. Mm-hmm. So you guys are about to hear Jonah's story. You guys ready? I'm ready. Jonah! Malik, are you ready to see if this needs to be fixed? Okay, here we go. I was,
2: where, it was, was it the first, it was the second time we went to Hawaii, we were visiting your sister.
1: Yeah, but so their podcast is based on, it's all like murders or just, they say spooky things.
2: Yeah, ghost stories. (laughs) It's, like, kind of a mix between Last Podcast on the Left and what's the other one with the female? My Favorite Murder. But they also have, like, spooky stuff. It's called Brave Girls Club. And they're pretty pretty funny. Like, it's pretty good. It's three, like, 20-something girls, like, from the high desert. And they're just, like, shooting the shit. shit. Each one of them has a story per episode. And then they have a campfire tales, like, where people send in, like, Spooky shit they saw. So I was gonna send in my Christmas Day one. Ooh. Yeah, Christmas morning. We went to visit her sister in Hawaii for Christmas for like a few days. But she lives in like Puna, Big Island. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and there was still like, there's a good amount of snow on Mauna Kea, and I hadn't like been to the top. We'd kind of like driven up to like. Last time we were there, we drove up to the Visitor Center, which is at like 10,000 feet, which is basically where if you don't have four wheel drive, you can't go beyond that. So there's this trail that's just a massive fucking Mars landscape slog to the top of Mauna Kea. It's so beautiful. It's just all red, like you're just going, but just continuous climb up like, I mean, that volcano is one of the biggest, it's the biggest mountain, like from its base to the top. Yeah. It's like bigger than Denali. Yeah. Denali's the second biggest one, but it's all above. Denali's all above water. Right. But like, yeah, this one starts at the. I don't know how big it is, but the elevation is like it's like a 13-er, like above sea level. It's pretty okay. high. Okay. You can raise it back Down Jonah's to like the, the ocean It's like it's, like, <laughs>
0: 30,
2: 000, it's I mean, over it's thirty. It's bigger than ever. Yeah. Everest, yeah. It's so crazy that there's a 13er on Hawaii. Though. It's cool. A 13er. But like, it was, yeah, oh. the days prior, we were like looking around because I wanted to like bring and crampons and so like at yeah, You could not get crampons or, or even micro spikes. Oh I was like, I wanted to get micro spikes, and they were like, pfft, like, we did find one set of hiking poles, and I was like, okay, oh I'll God. bring a set of hiking poles. <laughs> like, because it was snowy up there, but nobody hikes in the snow in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> uh, And so, yeah, I woke up, uh, I wanted to do Sunrise on the summit for Christmas morning, so I just went solo, like, I think I left at, like, 1 a.m. from Puna to drive up to the visitor center and hike up and get up there by sunrise. And. I was driving out. In the weather, it's like the rainy season. So it's like rainy all over, in sp- spots all over the island throughout the day. And Puna's the rainiest, but you take the saddle road to get, you know, there's two mountains and then there's a saddle road between it that goes from like the Hilo side to the Kona yeah. side. And apparently there is a legend about like seeing an old woman on that road and, yeah. it's, and it's Pele. Yeah, um, yeah, I've heard this. And, uh, and like, there's another, there's another saddle road on, I think, Maui. It's like a, there's also a similar legend where you're like, you're supposed to, if she's hitchhiking, you're supposed to pick her up or whatever. Yeah,
1: maybe um, that's one I heard,
2: but. there's also this one. Oh, I think it's like, you're not supposed to bring pork over the saddle road or something Oh, like that. interesting. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was weird. So I got up really early and, uh, you know, when you get up on those, like, alpine starts and, like, your gut kind of feels a little bit funky. funky. And. But it was just like a. Lo- it was like an hour and a half drive, maybe like an hour, and so it was. It was super foggy, no visibility. I get out of the Hilo jungle side, and I'm like, once you're in the saddle, it's you're in a crazy zone where it's just all the really spiky, um, like unwalkable lava rock. Co- it's like called like ouchie ouchie. I can't remember what it's called.
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can't no kidding.
2: line word for it, but it's like. Uh ah ah, ah ah rock because when you're walking, I was like ah 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 ah, yeah. um, I know that word
1: and travel.
2: it's just this strip of road out there and it's super foggy, like two in the morning. Yeah. And as I come out and I'm coming up onto the sour road, like I'm like, oh shit, I have to fucking take a shit. Like this sucks, <laughs> and I gotta like shit soon. <laughs> and there's nowhere to stop. And like I'm kind of like in, I'm like I'll be all right. Like when I really have to go, I'll just pull over, and like. I'll figure out, like, I don't know what I'm going to wipe my ass with, but I'll figure it out. Then, like, uh-uh, rock. Uh-uh, rock. Nuh-uh. And then uh, <laughs> I saw this woman, like a old woman, I totally just straight up out of the fog, walking from, like, walking as if from the Kona side to the Hilo side, yeah. which was like, I mean, there's nothing where she was coming from for, like, yeah, it's forever. Kind of desolate. It's super desolate. For two hours yeah. I have no idea where she was coming from. Walking, I passed her as she was walking towards me. And I was like, whoa. And it kind of freaked me out. And I was just like, whatever, that was creepy. I was like sweating from like having to like shit. And I was just like, fuck it. Like pulled over. But I kept like thinking about that woman and like I'm taking a shit like in this like sacred lava zone. Yeah. And I'm like kind like of sweating. Nervous. And it's like, <laughs> oh there's, I just God, saw this Joe old God. woman and it's like all foggy and I'm just like, Ooh, like but like <laughs> fucking she had a packet of uh, wet wipes in the door and totally got to use those. And I had some Ziploc bags, just sealed Tara. it up. Leaving wow. those, yeah, Tara did. Yeah, not the woman, but. <laughs> so lifesaver, totally got clean sealed them up put them away leave no trace got back on the road feeling good and then i saw the woman again like after like walking back this way so i saw her twice walking in the same direction but back again like right before i was supposed to turn off and that like kind of freaked me out and i went and i just drove up and the weather kept changing I drove up out of the cloud layer and parked and hiked and it was like crystal clear stars and moon and I got to see the moon set and then like I got to the summit just as the sun was right. It was like crazy. Wow. It was insane. The summit was, there's like several cinder cones on the summit and there's one that's the highest mm. and then there's all these like... Um, super high-tech telescopes out there owned by a bunch of different research facilities and universities and stuff. And they're like, they look so cool. And it's just this Mars landscape patched with these huge snow fields. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, and you're like, you know when you're on on a summit and the sun rises or whatever or on a mountain or whatever and you see the shadow of your mountain going out? The The shadow of the mountain went out into the sea and right where it was like hitting, like the horizon was like the moon setting. (laughs) It was insane. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't think I got cursed. I FaceTimed from up there. I was like, Merry Christmas to, like, my mom and stuff. And yeah. It was windy. But, yeah, I saw Pele. She was... She looked like a grandma. Like, she was wearing, like, grandma clothes, like, kind of baggy pants, like... Like, new style grandma, like, comfort clothes. Yeah. She's just headed to Hilo, like, maybe just there were t- maybe there were just two old ladies, like, camped out on the saddle road, like, <laughs> gathering ah-ah uh-uh rock and, like, headed back to Hilo, like, in the middle of the night on Christmas morning. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. I don't know. <laughs> like, the ghost sounds more plausible. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like, uh, I think that was Pele, like, yeah. pretty sure. <laughs> I don't think was out.
0: Well... <laughs> all right
2: okay
1: that was awesome oh jonah you're so funny <laughs> yeah. that was we we didn't listen to that prior to this no, yeah that was, the was first our first time, we time listening that. to that
0: yeah. wow. jonah's like a super mountainy hikey outdoorsy guy that's cool Can't i wish there was like a 13 or out there bro <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: He, does, he
0: doesn't sound like the surf fish i know fun but it's, and it's
1: just funny. someone else that he was talking to did, yeah you know? <laughs> Um, <laughs> well there's a 13er out there I wonder who that is that's so he experienced a a Hawaiian legend, legend. yeah that's, that's pretty cool. amazing yeah he super downplayed it because the mountain was more amazing but <laughs> yeah um, that's crazy Wow I wonder I want look was that out there I'm gonna look that legend up
0: Pele making sure people don't take a shit on her land. I knew the word "aa" uh, uh, because it's one of the two-letter words in Scrabble and Words with Friends. It's just "aa." Nice. And I play a lot of word games. I didn't know that one, but thank you. What did he, What did he call it? Ouchie, ouchie. Yeah, ouchie, ouchie. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, should we move on up. to sounds fake but okay? Or does anybody have any
1: other campfire tales? Um, I just looked up the legend of Pele. Ooh, do you want to read it? Sure. It's just the Wikipedia. Oh. I'll just read a little bit about her. Okay. It says, in the Hawaiian religion, Pele, the fire goddess, is the goddess of fire, lightning, wind, and volcanoes, and the creator of the Hawaiian islands. Often referred to as Madam Pele or Tutu Pele. As a sign of respect, she is a well known deity within Hawaiian mythology and is notable for her contemporary presence and the cultural influence as an enduring figure from ancient Hawaii. Was she in Moana? <laughs> no,
0: no, I don't think so. She wasn't like the Lady Island? No, that
1: was. She had a different name. Oh, my bad. I'm but ignorant. That's okay.
0: Are we ready for. Sounds fake,
1: but, but.
0: okay. Dab. Dab. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for dabbing along there, Mel. All right, everyone. Get your fidget spinners out. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: time for Sounds Fake, But Okay. Are you ready, Krista? Mm-hmm.
0: Are you still reading?
1: Yeah, I was just going to see if there was like Krista, page anything page about, page about the old lady. lady. Yeah, Krista, the
0: legend. Krista.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Krista. Jeez.
0: I'm here. Okay. Okay. That's it. All right. The first story is called True Love. Fake. Oh. (laughs) Wow. That was (gasps) fast. Correct. B-I-C-T-H. In 2010, a 49-year-old woman was found dead in her boyfriend's chimney, apparently trying to break into the home by sliding down into the fireplace. About halfway down, she found herself stuck. However, there was no one there to hear her cries for help because her lover had actually left town to avoid her. Oh, fuck. When she didn't show up for work, her friends and family began searching, but to no avail. That is, until her boyfriend's house sitter showed up to water the plants and arrived to a terrible stench in the home and a puddle of rancid sludge inside the fireplace. Oh, First impressions? I want to say real, but what boy has a house sitter to come and water his plants? Fake. (laughs) Just kidding. I feel like (laughs) boys don't care about, like, plants. I don't know. That's a great detail to pay attention to. I think it's real. I'm going to say real. I am going to say real. But that's suspicious. But if it is fake... That's why. That's why. (laughs) That's some attention to detail there. Thank Thank you. Okay. This one's called Shedding the Pounds. There is a legend in some parts of South America of a creature called a pishtaco, a shadowy figure that stalks peasants along dark roads and sucks the fat from them like a vampire. Whoa. This, of course, is only legend as far as we know, but... When police found and arrested a gang operating deep in the jungles of Peru, they found among them a pile of human ribs, several thigh bones, a decomposing human head, and two two two-liter soda bottles filled with rendered human fat. The gang would confront... People along a quiet, isolated back road, lure them to their laboratory, bludgeon them to death, dismember them, Jesus. and use candles to render the fat from their bodies. It is likely that the gang was selling the fat to cosmetics companies for extremely high prices, but they claimed that they were collecting it to give to local
1: shamans for s- satanic rituals. Um, I'm going to say
2: fake.
1: I'm going to say fake because that sounds like the that happened in Fight Club.
0: (laughs) I'm going to also say fake. Okay, the third one is called How to Get Ahead. On New Year's Day, 1990, the body of 30-year-old Norwegian expatriate, Anders Mikhail Larson was found in San Diego, California with a severely distended abdomen. Upon autopsy, the medical examiners were shocked to find an adult male human head inside of his abdominal cavity. What? It was determined that Larson had been cut open from his chest to his groin while still alive. The unidentified severed head was then placed in his abdomen and his skin was stretched over it and stitched shut with medical precision. That is some true detective shit. Larson died from systemic shock after the pressure of the head pressed into his stomach and intestines, hemorrhaging them and introducing bacteria into his bloodstream.
1: They found him dead with the head in his body, or was he alive? He was dead. Oh, okay. I want to say real, because... I feel like I would have heard about that if it was real. But then again... Sounds like a drug crime or something.
0: I'm going to say real. I'm going to say real, too. All right, let's run through them again. True love, what do you guys say? Lady in the chimney. Fake. Real. Real real you both say real mm-hmm. it's real yeah. and That's also sad. that woman whose uh job she didn't show up to on monday she was a doctor <gasps> oh which just shows that love makes you fucking stupid she was a doctor and she was climbing down some dumb some chimney for some dumb boy she was a goddamn doctor yeah so <laughs> Whoa. whoever she was dating had plants there you go, mystery solved. Wow, he was Doctor Plant and she was Doctor Chimney. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Shedding the pounds. What do you guys say? Fakey. Yeah, fake. Fake. That one's real. You no <laughs> fucking way. Yep. <laughs> All right. How to get ahead? I want to say real. I think I said real too. But yeah, I'm real. are gonna say fake. What are you going say? But I wish it was real, but you're gonna say <laughs> fake. <laughs> it's, I think, real. It's fake. That one's fake. No. <laughs> but guess what? What? I wrote that one myself. You, you did? <laughs> yeah. <Aww. laughs> you're all proud,
1: Kelly. She's like, yeah, it was me. It's wow. really hard to
0: find like, realistic sounding fake stories. Mm hmm. That was like urban legend. Really stuff. good. That was really good. Thank you. I wanted it to be really dark because the other two were pretty gross. That was good. Wow. But do you guys like, see why I really wanted to tell this one? Because mm-hmm. I I actually forgot my paper, so I had to like call my brother and make him email it to me <laughs> before we recorded.
1: Wowie zowie. That was a good one. I, that's why I said, it. "I was like, that's some true detective shit right yeah, there." I was like, up. "I would have heard about this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it I was, was afraid thick. of. Dang. But I like the image in my head of that. Of yeah, like, that's he wild. It's sewn into someone's stomach, yeah. killing them. That's I almost tight. said that it was his brother's human head. Wow. That one I would have been like fake. <laughs> no, it probably would have been like real. That would be messed up though. Oh, it was real. It was real. Wow. <laughs> that
0: was fun. Cool. Yeah, that was a good episode. Thanks to
1: Jonah, April, and Victor. Victor those are good stories keep them coming and if yeah. you haven't sent yours in please send yours in we are not picky we have read
0: every single story that we've received yeah not every single one no oh, which one haven't we read i've gotten one that we oh well that's because the guy was rude yeah right yeah yeah just don't so, be about home And I have one coming that I know is going to be really good, but it's going to be really long. Is it your mom's? No, it is my mom's friend that I grew up with that. Yeah, that I like grew up going to her house and stuff when my mom would go and visit her. And I'm going to save it because I know it's going to be really long. I might have to like tell it in like a full length episode. Ooh. I mean, we could just make this longer. Oh, Last okay. week's was like forty minutes long, yeah. I think. So, it was. It's a. It's a crazy story. So, alrighty, tidy. Okay, so if you have any stories, send those on over to either our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, or our email. Our email is bravegirlspodcast at com. The kind of stuff we're looking for is anything spooky, even if it's a funny story with a spooky twist. Even if it's fake, just don't tell us it's fake.
1: And it doesn't have to be, like, supernatural. It could yeah. be, like... If you, like, ran into somebody who you later found out was, like, a murderer or, like, a dangerous person. Yeah. Or... If you saw, like, a really messed up car accident or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it could be anything that's, like, weird or spooky or unexplained. Anything. Yeah. Anything dark. And and we love them. We do. We We love love them. Mm Mm-hmm. And you have, like almost like a 100% chance of like being yeah. on the yeah. So.
0: And we'll shout you out. Yeah. Alright. So send that shit in.
1: Okay. Well. We're gonna go play with this Ouija board now. Hey. <laughs> spooky time. Okay. Alright. Thanks for listening guys. And, and stay brave. And stay and brave. Bo- bye. Bye. Bye.